Welcome to the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. We are a collective whose mission is to bring hope and dignity through dance. We believe art shapes culture and want to steward our gifts with wisdom and excellence to point people to Jesus. From hosting festivals and live performances to producing multimedia content to serving internationally, we seek to foster community among dance artists. We'd love to meet you and connect on our social media platforms at Bluebird Uncaged. But until then, enjoy today's episode. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode five of the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. It's Rebecca. I can't believe we have already been doing this for a month, and it's been so fun so far. And hopefully, this is just the beginning of a new journey. And hopefully you've left encouraged every time you've listened and and that you also have some practical things maybe to apply in your dancing and in your walk with Jesus and your everyday life. So today I just thought I would share some thoughts that I've had during the pandemic relating to dance and life and Jesus. These days have certainly been weird. That's the word that I would use to describe it. Weird. (laughs) Um, I think most people say unprecedented. Honestly, I'm tired of that word. (laughs) That's just a fancy name for weird, right? So God's just been teaching me a lot, though. And I'm sure he's been teaching you guys a lot, too. Previously, whenever I've kind of gone through a hard time, the studio has been one of my places of escape. And that's part of my testimony, which I'll share probably in a later episode. But I realized that this time I the studio was taken away. And it kind of left me floundering, <laughs> you know. I'm still kind of like, what? I can't go to the studio? When it's been there in my life for over 20 years already. I've been able to go almost every single day. And then when it's suddenly taken away, you're, you're kind of just left directionless. And, and, and no, we're not ever really left directionless if we're fixing our eyes on Jesus. But everything familiar has just been, kind of been taken away. It felt like the world was turned upside down. And I know I mentioned this in another episode that I just was like, it's not supposed to be this way. You know, it's it's not supposed to be this way. And no, it really isn't. And honestly, the world isn't supposed to be this way at all. The world is very broken and God didn't create it to be like that. He created us to be in full communion with him. But because of sin, like, unfortunately, we have to, you know, we have to deal with these things. But also, you know, it's been a really sweet time in in that God does promise to work all things together for the good of those he he loves and who who are for the good of those who love him and and in a way I'm like maybe it is supposed to be this way maybe it is supposed to maybe I am supposed to slow down and to really have time to think and have my head just cleared of thoughts or not necessarily thoughts don't clear your head of thoughts (laughs) that's impossible but Maybe I just needed to clear my head of some of the the distractions that the busyness of life brought in and to listen to what Jesus has to say. Yeah, I've been practicing being still, which is not great, not easy for me at all. 
and also you know it's counterintuitive to dancing but god commands us in his word be still and know that i am god and so i've just been taking some time to just try to try to physically be still and try to say god what are you what are you speaking to me what can you just quiet my heart prince of peace come and quiet my heart and let me hear what you want to speak and i'm still learning that i think it's something that i want to keep practicing even as life might get a little busier but it it has been nice um a fun little story at the beginning of everything i started realizing that i was going to have to start working out at home and start you know doing training at home and so i started gathering all of my things that i needed and i realized i had three yoga mats and i texted my mom a picture of all of them i was like apparently i have three yoga mats <laughs> honestly i don't know how i ended up with three i rarely use even one on a regular basis but i knew that i would probably be using them now and got online pretty early i ordered a bar for myself to work on at home and i ordered a little square piece of marley and when the things came in the mail i wanted to put the yoga mats underneath the marley just so that i wouldn't injure myself so i'm dancing in my basement if i just put the marley on top of the concrete i was like i am not giving myself shin splints from this so i put the yoga mats under the marley and you guys it's the perfect size for three <laughs> yoga mats and i i was just like oh wow that's such a sweet little gift from from god he he knew that i was gonna need three one day to go under the marley and, and it has definitely been a lot better than dancing on concrete so that was just a little glimpse of god's provision that i am super thankful for after i got everything set up after i got the bar and the marley it was one of the it was it was pretty hard i just kind of laid on the marley and started crying and i you guys know if you're a dancer you probably have laid on the marley many times and it was a weird familiarity and comfort of just laying on the marley and i just started crying and i started thinking about all of the theaters that are sitting empty and the stages that aren't getting danced on and I thought of all the performances that have been canceled I started thinking about how I wasn't able to do Grand Allegro which is one of my favorite things I love to fly across the studio <laughs> um, and I just started getting really sad and I thought about our tour that got canceled so bluebird was supposed to go to new hampshire to participate in the new england inspirational dance collective hosted by my good friend robin goulette and we didn't get to go that got canceled i also had another performance with ballet southeast canceled that was supposed to be a classical rep show which you guys know i'm a bunhead i love wearing a tutu <laughs> and tiara and pink tights and point shoes and so that got canceled and i just had this heaviness and started you know grieving and it's okay i mentioned this in the in the interview with naomi that it's okay to grieve 
and that's a necessary process you know as dancers we have so many things to look forward to like I, I can think I mean I am a goal person I liked looking forward to things and working towards something to accomplish and so performances for me are usually like my uh trail markers so to speak and when those were taken away I felt like you know what am I working towards and you know, you don't always have to be working towards something. You can always dance for the sake of dancing. But also, I just felt like I was kind of maybe pushing the emotions of sadness aside and, and trying to be a problem solver and say, okay, what are we going to do next? What's next? Um, uh, see, I'm looking for something to look forward to. But I wasn't letting myself actually acknowledge the fact that I really wanted to experience those things. And so I finally had to, I had to come to a spot where, yeah, it's okay to acknowledge and say I wanted I really wanted to do that performance or I really wanted to have that experience I really wanted to see those friends and I really wanted to be in the studio at that time and or on the stage I really wanted to hear the audience I I wanted to share these gifts and that's okay and you have to give yourself time to grieve but I'm also thinking you know, we don't need to stay puddle, like in that, we don't need to stay all puddle glum, you know, puddle glum from, from Narnia was all, always sad and mopey and whatever, and if we stay in that time of thinking about the things that we don't have, then we're just going to be discontent, and we're just going to be, we're going to be bummed all the time, we're not going to have a great attitude about life, and Romans fifteen thirteen comes to mind that says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I love how this scripture talks about um, hope being given to us by God. By God. Like God is our hope. And when we're filled with him we're filled with joy and peace but it also talks about it says as you trust in him and i'm wondering like can we really receive the joy and the peace that god gives if we're holding on to the things that we thought we had control of and we're holding on to the things that were not meant to be ours so i'm just learning you know to open my hands and say God, it's yours. The way the events have planned out, I guess I wasn't supposed to experience that. But I know that my hope is in you. And I know that all joy and peace come from you. So God, let me open these hands so that I can overflow with your joy and peace by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you guys, I know it's way easier said than done. It's it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy at all it's definitely hard and I've definitely had those hard days over the past two months but a scripture that I've been hanging on to this whole time is Romans 5 verses 3 through 5 that says not only so but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance character and character hope And hope does not disappoint because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. 
And that, that scripture came to me at the beginning of everything. And I love the progression that it takes from suffering to perseverance to character to hope. And now I will say I'm not sure I can totally equate my circumstances to suffering. Um, I know that there is much real suffering in this world and I'm not going to pretend to even know the depth of that. I'm definitely majorly inconvenienced though. And it's not easy. But when it's not easy, that's an opportunity for us to persevere. And that's an opportunity for us to keep going. And according to the scripture, that's when our character is formed. That's when the type of person that we are deep down really comes out and manifests itself. And that's an opportunity that we have to build a strong and reliable and trustworthy character. And then from that character, we have the hope. And we already talked about how our God, God is the God of hope. And this hope, but because our God is hope, because our hope is in Jesus, it's never going to disappoint us. And that has just been such a comfort to me in that this world has a lot of disappointments. Yeah, I wanted to go to New Hampshire. Yeah, I wanted to do the rep show with Ballet Southeast. It was disappointing not to be able to do that. But because my hope is in Jesus, I know that he is never going to fail me. Even when this world fails me, even when plans fail, (laughs) Jesus is never going to fail. And speaking of needing a reminder for this, there was one day a few weeks ago that I was just having an awful day (laughs) and but it wasn't really for any you know particular reason I just was thinking you know I'm not being productive enough or but or I'm not even resting enough I can't I'm like what is this balance that I need to find and um my mom said well thankfully my mom is amazing and (laughs) she was like okay let's let's just meet in the Chick-fil-a drive-thru so We met halfway between her house and my house and I was just saying, you know, I don't want to treat this time period or this season like a vacation, but I also don't want to, you know, treat it as if it's going to be a long-term thing because it's not supposed to be a long-term thing. It's it's just this weird semi-permanence and I, I specifically said, I said, I don't want to settle in and get too used to something before I, because I'm going to have to change it. And she told me, she said, you need to settle in. And at first, you know, I resisted the idea, but because my mom said it, I gave it some thought. And the next day, this scripture, I was reminded of Psalm 37, verse 3, that says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. And there are different versions, uh, translations of this scripture. Some say, like, befriend faithfulness. Um, Another says, enjoy safe pasture. But I was like, oh, wow. I guess I do need to settle in and realize that this is an opportunity. There's that word again, opportunity. To cultivate faithfulness. And to be a good steward of the moments that I've been given. To be diligent with the gifts that I've been given. 
and how can I use those for the maximum to their maximum capacity for the kingdom and I started thinking about I was just trying to figure out how one word could kind of translate in different ways cultivate faithfulness befriend faithfulness enjoy safe pasture and the one thing that those translations have in common is is that it takes time whatever you're doing when you dwell in the land you can't dwell in the land if you are visiting right you can't be visiting i mean god god definitely brings us to places that we are visiting but in this season i think he's calling us to dwell in the land to settle in to be faithful with what we've been given being faithful, cultivating faithfulness, dwelling in the land, that doesn't mean we stop moving forward. That doesn't mean we're like, okay, I'm just going to set up tent, my tent and not, you know, make any progress. It's a weird kind of dichotomy that we are resting. We need to rest in that where God has us is where he needs us. And where God has us is where we need to be. Be faithful to him. So the this scripture goes on to say, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. And I think that that is just beautiful. It's a, such a beautiful picture. Psalm 37 verses 3 through 7. And I think that that's what God is calling us to do in this season is to be faithful, but also f- to use what we have to the maximum capacity, but also to find our rest and to wait for him to move, wait for him to tell us what to do next and listen to what he really has to say. Honestly, looking forward i really don't know what i don't know what's next um for bluebird i'm considering some different options brainstorming ideas this has definitely pushed us to rethink what dance is what our purpose for dance is and um it's also let me realize some you know some of the ruts that I might have been got might have gotten into might have been doing things just because that's the way they were always done when it is not the way they always have to be and it's it's been a time too when God's taken away these distractions and taken away things that might possibly have been idols and taking the place of him I think that's always going to be you know, something for the believer that this process of sanctification, God's going to constantly be revealing stuff to us that that is distracting us from him. But anyway, going back to looking forward, I I don't know what's next. And honestly, I, I, when people started coming out with these plans, or as much as you can plan these days, it was really sad. You know, thinking about theaters that can only be filled to half capacity just for the safety of others and safety and love, loving others. And it's hard. It's hard not knowing when you're going to be on stage again. And I I really just think about also the dancers who are left without jobs right now or whose companies haven't been able to 
sustain the financial impact. And I think we're still going to be seeing the financial impact of the pandemic on the arts. And I know it's hard. It's really hard as dancers because I, we definitely, and I struggle with this so much, we find so much of our identity in dance that when dance might be, in this case, it feels like it might be taken away. God's really just saying, do you know who you are in me? Who are you? And I'm just praying for you guys. I'm praying for the dancers who might be trying to figure out who they are without dance. And I just want to remind you that dance is not who you are. Dance is what you do. And dance is an amazing gift that God has given us to express ourselves and to reflect his creativity in us. But it's not what defines us. Jesus has called us he has created we are been created in the image of god we've been put on this planet for a specific purpose part of that purpose might include dance but that is not the reason you were put on this earth so really be encouraged i know it's hard because people introduce you you're like this is this is my friend rebecca she's a ballerina and i will be honest it does feel good to hear people say that and it's kind of an anomaly and obviously yes you get the weird questions like wait no what is your real job that's another discussion for another day but um i realized that some of that has probably been taken away or temporarily gone right now and so i just encourage you guys press into jesus like psalm 37 says delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and i found that 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 doesn't necessarily mean he's going to give us what we want because what we want isn't necessarily what we think we want if we are fixing our eyes on jesus we're running our race with endurance and the perseverance that we talked about keeping our eyes on jesus who is the author and perfecter of our faith He is going to fulfill us in whatever we are doing. And so maybe he's just asking us during this time to open up our hands, open up our hearts and saying, God, what do you want to speak to us? How do you want us to use this gift of dance? And can you grant us your creativity to use it to draw others back to you? Thanks again for joining today's episode. I really hope it encouraged you. Let me know what you think or if you have any prayer requests or specific questions that you might need to ask. um, Feel free to DM me as always. And oh, some fun stuff coming up. So you might have seen we announced a virtual workshop with Saving Grace Dance Ensemble and Magnum Opus Ballet that we will be doing June 26th through 28th. So we would love for you to join us and you'll be training with myself and Robin Goulette and Abigail Henninger. It's going to be super fun. Just a weekend of collaboration and learning and hopefully exploring and and more of Jesus. Also, we only have a few days left to get some merch and have it support Magnum Opus Ballet as well as Bluebird. And then we'll have some new merch items dropping on June 1st. So hope you guys are having an amazing day and week. Again, let me know if you have any prayer requests or questions. 
I am playing, praying for you. Know that you're loved and keep pressing towards Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. For more information about Bluebird Uncaged, including tickets for upcoming performances, joining our online community, or how you can get involved in future Bluebird projects, visit our website at bluebirduncaged.com.